Welcome back to the AI train with Tim and Leanne, or Leanne and Tim. Uh, and today we are talking a little bit about AI hacks or education. And this is something that's a little bit of a pet peeve of mine at the moment. And so I, I said to Tim, we have to talk about this. And I feel like at the moment, I'm seeing all these AI experts uh, across my socials who I'm following intentionally so I can learn from them and you know collaborate potentially. So many of them are focusing on these really somewhat complicated hacks, uh, you know, prompts that you can play around with and get amazing results. And a lot of them are promising amazing results, which is really, really irking me, uh, especially when they haven't given it the time to actually see if it gets the results. So I wanted to yeah, have this conversation today and you may be seeing this as well and also be getting annoyed by it. Uh, I personally feel like these people are getting heaps of exposure and lots of impressions and engagement and people think, wow, that's great. Uh, but I, I just think that right now, I mean, we're still in the very early days, this AI takeover. <laughs> and I think so many people are still in that overwhelm stage. They still need to be educated on the absolute basics rather than being told, look, if you do this, then this, and this, and this, and this, you'll create this amazing thing. It's still ultimately about the input and not looking at the output. Uh, but yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts about this, Tim, before I go on too much of a tangent. <laughs> no, look, you're absolutely right. Ever since um, probably, I reckon it would be January or February, um, I've been tracking you know the the rise of of people talking about hey we've got 50 prompts and you can get these 50 prompts for a low price of 75 dollars 60 or whatever they're, they're selling it for um and the prompts are anywhere between stuff that they've found for free stuff that they've they've, they've tried to make up themselves stuff they've asked ChatGPT to be able to create um and then they've just gone and done the one extra thing to make it look nice and that's stuff it into notion or put it into a word doc or a google doc or you know make a pdf out of it with some fancy graphics in canva and then they they're now touting them as being these these are the ultimate prompts and i think the amount of times i've seen ultimate prompts it's it, it there's no such thing it's it's an evaluative process it's a it's a it's a retraining process that the the ai is going to go through so the prompt today might not be the prompt tomorrow probably won't be the prompt next week it's so having these like little points in time that people have spent probably enormous amounts on um makes me wonder why i didn't get into the game to start with no i'm joking um it's something that uh it's it, it's basically like selling snake oil or it feels like to me at least anyway selling snake oil up the river um or people up the river that's mixing metaphors um, to to try and uh, snakes you know, and rivers. Yep, all right. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, snakes snakes hang around rivers. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. It works, right? Just <laughs> let's move on. So the um, having people though selling this sort of stuff and big noting themselves, attacking themselves as these big sort of you know AI experts. Oh, well, I've here's the top fifty LinkedIn prompts that I use to be able to generate these amazing things. And look at my smashed growth. And yeah, look, so some people have made some growth. Um, but the where I really pull back on it is when people go like, here's the prompts that'll make you $10 million. Here's the prompts that, that are proven to do that. You've proved that, have you? Can you actually like tell, like, where's the proof of, of that, that you made $10 million off this? And if you are making 10 million bucks off this sort of stuff, why are you telling us? Yeah, 100%. Like that one example, you know, someone who was endorsing this concept, she even commented and you commented back, you know, oh, I can't wait to try this myself. And it's like, hey, you're endorsing this thing and you haven't even given it a go. And 
this is just yeah that's just kind of a sort of annoying me that all these people are you know, freaking out I have no idea what I'm doing oh okay I'm looking for that holy grail of what's going to solve all my problems and I think still a lot of people are like oh uh, AI is just all about productivity saving time the hacks right it's the shortcuts and I don't think that's people need to be taking that step back because a lot of these prompts look I right at the beginning I did buy 2000 prompts of $57 just to honestly it was for research purposes and um yeah I mean the prompts great I put it in but then how do you ensure it's quality output like a lot of the prompts were for like marketing purposes so and it's like I say my training for internal purposes no worries don't worry about tone of voice and things like matching your brand because it's only for your eyes great I'm fine with that kind of stuff to give you ideas but what are all these AI experts, because experts I use loosely because, you know, the whole thing, you meant to have like 10,000 hours of experience to be actually called an expert. Um, but, you know, they're saying, here, do all this stuff uh, and this is actually for your content marketing. And they're not going into that tone of voice, personalising it so that it actually does sound like the humans so that the brand's not affected and there's consistency there. And I just... It's feel like a lot of people are getting overwhelmed. And so like, yeah, so going back to this, you know, $57 thing, I went to it and honestly, yeah, it was just a very standard landing page. Uh, and I'm like, great, these is just, you know, making money off people's vulnerabilities right now. Uh, have they actually trialed these prompts themselves? Because I don't know if you found this, Tim, but I've been seeing a lot of groups, hey, try this cool prompt. And it's meant to do this and this. And then I tried out. It gives me like dummy links and it's actually very empty. And I'm like, it sounded cool, but it's actually not giving me much in the output. So I think that's once another example of input focus rather than output focus. Yeah, it, it's definitely, um, I suppose, prompts that are used for that marketing purposes. It, it's definitely trying to just generate something. It's not <clears throat> like, so the, I think that's what a lot of those, the issues with these big sort of, you know, 1,000, 2,000 packs or whatever you've bought. Um, in the past uh, is that they they focus on does it sound about plausible that this could be okay rather than does this actually have any real marketing potential is there anything behind it and I mean we've both seen it I'm sure everyone's seen it now that where we've got like you know a, a person's going to take a prompt pack they've gone and smashed it into into chat GPT or something else that might have been heaven forbid used bard and um, they've they've given it like literally because in these prompts it's got like you know a sentence in the middle of the sentence you'll have a set of square brackets and it'll say put your stuff here you know that might not even be the right context for that word or for that set of words or it might not be the right place to be able to put it into a prompt to be able to get it to actually do the thing that you want it to do versus what this other person had generated it for so even just the validity of of just putting in the light amount of content and then pushing the button and getting something back it sounds great um there's another there's a even a, a um a google chrome plugin and i can't think of the actual name of it but it you would put it in and it would sort of augment the uh the chat gpt interface and you could like click through these five thousand prompts that people had created um for basically nothing and i went through a few of them and yes you could get some interesting results out of it but every one of them so like i think there would, would have been like 30 or 40 different here's how, like write a blog on this topic kind of prompt right and every one of them had their own 
little subtleties, as you would expect, because multiple people have written them. There are little subtleties about how it would achieve or asking how to achieve these kind of things. What's the tone? How do you do the, the what's the topic? Can you research anything? And of course, it's all based on the fact that GPT couldn't at this point talk about uh, anything on the web because it, it couldn't see the web at that point. Um, but yeah, like the, the, the subtleties and vagaries of, of these uh, different prompts about just blogging were so vast between just, just two of them, let alone, you know, 10 of them, that um, you would spend more time using the prompts and then trying to re-edit the outcome to get something worth it than you would actually putting together just a blog post from the start or even just saying, you know, hey, chat, I'd like an outline for a blog and then going off and writing that blog. You know, that you would have been spent, it would have been better time spent at that point. I had like I was doing a one-on-one with someone and she was like, oh, I want to get AI to help me write something for a, a face. It was for a, you know, a once a month Facebook post in a group where she can promote her services. And we'll try it actually was a lot more complicated to try and think of how we can get AI to create something that's kind of promotional, but not. And I'm like, let's just write it. Uh so all the time that's what this comes down to, let's just write it. Uh, but I think what look, a lot of it comes down to as well is understanding the strategy properly. And I, I think a lot of these people, if they don't have this, like mar- have actually a marketing background, uh, you know, you don't, it's all sort of psychology that goes into it as well. And it just concerns me that they're, you know, saying, hey, do this, but actually isn't going to land properly with the audience. And, uh, you know, like your copywriters, content marketers, like we kind of know what we are putting in, what we hope to get out. And that's why I think, it, it, I think, look, I'm personally going to start providing prompts and things to my community, but I'm going to also give the education behind it. Like I do in my, my sessions because it's like, all right, I'm going to give you this prompt, but fill in the blanks won't make any sense unless I can explain why a little bit and just, yeah. So that's why I'm more about that education part of it i know that's hey that's a lot to put in a social media post so uh, you know i get it um but i i just feel i'm losing more and more trust in these posts and i'm still following them just because i'm curious um so i feel like that's what the ai people feel like they must do they feel like everyone just wants prompts and they do but there's this much more around it that we need to explain um yeah obviously yeah, I could go on about this forever. <laughs> no, but it, it's you're absolutely right though, because like, and I think that's the you've come down to the, the fundamental crux of of what marketing is all about, and it's it's about not just being able to pump out something that looks and sounds good. It's also about what's the purpose for that, what's the strategy behind it, how does it how does it fit into your existing content strategies? Does it even hit the same messaging pillars? Or the the messaging um, you know points that you put out there into the world right now, is it even fit for the the medium you're putting it out to? So like, is it is it actually a LinkedIn post, or have you just written yourself you know like half a blog post instead? Because um, I've certainly seen some epically long, like and more recently very epically long um, LinkedIn posts coming out, and I mean like if you I think. From from my money, at least anyway, I don't have the time of the day to be able to read, you know, a, a, a three thousand word bloody LinkedIn post, let alone a three thousand word article. Sometimes, so when I when I hit the little fold button on LinkedIn for the post and go, you know, see more, and it just it 
extends out flat out it, and it's, it's actually really easy to tell which ones have been been written by chat gpt or one of these other ai tools like claude yumi um bard or whatever else is it, especially bard because it's it's almost like it's been you know boiled in a in a pot and you know thrown off a cliff before it's been you know put up put into into linkedin um it's it's terrible anyway long story short um that yeah you, you see these big long posts and like people think they're actually doing that it's, it's doing something for them like um there's a, a a couple of them, a couple of people I follow, and one of them is um, a, a fairly new startup, sort of in the di- digital marketing space. And I read one last night, and I read the whole thing. It was actually one of the first ones I've read the entire thing, top to bottom, from. And it was just really evident. This is a one-person show that has, you know, a thousand different things that they're trying to do so they've, they're trying to take the time efficiency of using chat gpt to generate something for them they've probably bought a prompt pack because it was it smacked of that kind of really it wasn't so much brash americanisms but it, it, it certainly had a lot of that in it um and and it started feeling a bit you go to about the, the, the third or fourth paragraph or you know rough section of it and it started feeling really like just heavily snake oil kind of it's like it's just trying to sell things or or it was almost like trying to reconvince the audience that, that that was the right thing for them to do and that they, they're, they're the right group to be able to go to and that this is the reason why you should do that. Um, ironically, I think I looked at that post and I saw that it had like maybe... It had been up for like, I don't know, 36 hours or something and I went like, oh, cool. And uh, it had like maybe two likes and, and a bit of a oh, bit of a right. clap. And yet... Did you pick up some... that it was generic, American? Well something similar i don't think it's about that i think so, so something similar done from like that this person had about ah oh, three or four hundred followers so it, it sort of makes sense in that kind of sense but then like you, you sort of start to see these some of these other people who've generated these whole prompt packs and they've got you know they've yes they've managed to somehow get one hundred eleven thousand followers or two hundred and sixty five thousand followers in four months or whatever by using these techniques and yes that's true but the question you got to ask is what's it actually doing is the game that they're doing just to be able to get followers or, or is the game to be able to generate an audience where they can actually communicate to and properly properly sell to and do everything with because followers is just a vanity metric like i would prefer 10 followers that are highly engaged in my content and want to work with me every day of the week than a hundred thousand followers in my audience that never actually do anything but like like my posts and and say yay okay because getting free content is very different from paying you for it uh so 100 percent. like these people go oh look you can engage with they must be smashing it i mean it's all just it's social media one-on-one anyway for you you can't say hey they're doing so well financially because they're based on their impressions and everything uh but yeah you know like the um just about the, like the complication, long, complicated posts and things. Uh, we were talking about, you know, one that I saw yesterday and it was this very complicated thing. You do this and you do this and you do this and you do this and then you get it to analyse this and say why this went viral and all this kind of stuff. And I actually just commented saying this makes my brain hurt because it, even someone in the AI space, I feel, felt like there was too many steps. It was way too overwhelming. Uh, and then I think you, Tim, said you actually did experiment with it and you weren't even that impressed with the results uh and so i think that shows all the people commenting liking they they have built up this massive following overnight or whatever they've done it then looks like it's really quality content based on the impressions and the free shares but a lot of those people i mean look there could be these linkedin pods which is a whole other topic but uh you know does it actually mean that they are doing well in their business should I actually trust and follow them? Are they actually a good resource? 
yeah it's and it's it's that it's that whole like if you had a drunk guy at the end of the bar when you happen to be going out to turn around and just ramble some bullshit at you about business would you would you you listen to that would you go that's a damn fine idea i'm gonna go sink you know time effort money into that he was wearing a business suit and he was extremely suave in an expensive restaurant then you know suddenly it's all illusion so exactly and i think that's that's the 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 key point here is that it it's very easy with some canva a bit of bit of you know chat gpt a bit of uh, dali a bit of you know whatever else you're using to be able to make it it's very easy to look slick it's very easy to say you know to chat chat gpt something like you know act as a marketing professional um that's had 10 years worth of experience that has you know all these different out- outcomes and try and, and craft the outcome and get some something that sounds plausible um and i think that's the bit that that's that bit is it's it's plausible whether it actually hits money whether it's actually rubber on the road whether you know it, it, that that's a whole different thing and you could say that about even like a marketing professional writing their own content technically but um the yeah the outcome that we've got or that you will get out of some of this sort of stuff is just it's it, it won't actually meet mustard which is good for us because we're copywriters and you know we we actually do do that every day of the week and it's something that um it, it does mean that customers will trip over themselves eventually and, and have to come back because that's you know they won't be getting those those marketing outcomes but you know the long and the short of it is that um you know for all of the things you can buy out there in the world you know if you are looking to be able to, to pick up something with chat gpt you know buy a course go go learn how to be able to do it spend the time with the tool um learning how to prompt it you know what start your own prompt prompt like little uh collection of things you know stick them in word put them into into a notepad put them in notion yourself you know find the things that work for you spend the time with the tool to actually generate those and and see how they work and do your own you know empirical evidence kind of stuff your own a b testing don't just rely on the the hacks because those hacks aren't going to work today or the, or if they do work today they're not going to work tomorrow you know it's something that that it, it's all very point in time right now oh you hit, okay you hit the nail on the head you kind of summarized nicely my little rant uh yeah a hundred percent please just make sure that you, you know you're kind of just don't take what they say as gospel and, you know, okay, okay, that's cool. I can play around with it. But don't, yeah, definitely like what I personally did when I started my whole AI journey a whole, you know, six months ago, I just started reading books and I started listening to podcasts and from a wide range of people to start hearing opinions and perspectives and that then put, yeah, then kind of make your own decision. Yeah, do the courses, do the, the webinars, uh, that's that's going to serve you a lot more in this whole AI space than just following people going, oh, cool, um, there's another hack. I think that's what you said. Very nice summary. I think that's what we want you to take away from this episode, everyone. Self-educate on, you know, ChatGPT in the AI space. Uh, don't just kind of jump on to the things that you see. Just make sure you're, yeah, playing around what, what works best for your business and your business needs and your values. And that's probably the important part because we're all about, you know, the human centric AI usage, not just relying on it and replacing us. Um, but yeah, that's probably, that's probably my episode for today. Uh, <laughs> anything you want to add there, Tim? 
yeah no i think we're we're uh i think we're done we've 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 had had our rant and we've we've certainly you know captured why um look you know as always if you can catch us on the socials you can uh check out the uh you know the the page online you can look at us in your favorite podcast app um feel free to, to you know rate or, or you know like us or you know do all, all the press all the buttons is basically what we're saying press all the buttons all the positive ones send us positive noises uh, you know, maybe actually don't send us positive noises. That could get disturbing. So, uh, you know, what, what, whatever you'd like to do to interact with us, feel free to do that, is what I'm trying to say. Anyway. We'd love to hear from you. Exactly. I'm Tim. This has been uh, Tim, you know, Tim Lee Anthony for the uh, AI Train, and we'll catch you next time. See ya.